strip uh on my desk which is maybe the dumbest also, thing i've ever done to a piece of furniture uh also thank you holden for the tip about the led lights my apartment is mm-hmm. all types of glowy now oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> with it the, you got it the multiple remotes that change that shit up that's yeah uh, some cheap ass led strips for five dollars anyway so oh they dropped a dollar by the time we got to okay. the dj max <laughs> So we we bought three of those suckers because it was yeah. it was four uh, it was four dollars for six feet of the LEDs and like they had ten uh, foot LED strips for ten dollars and we realized wait just buying six of these is a better deal yeah mm-hmm. I, uh, I guess. Anyway, that's the dumbest thing I've ever done to a piece of furniture is I've put an underlight on my fucking desk, which I'm enjoying now. In the, the thing in, is, I, like, there are already not enough uh, decent light sources in my apartment, so often my apartment is just, like, very dark, and uh, I will be like, why is it so dark in here? And Aaron will just, like, shrug at me, and uh, I'll be like, and... So now we have these LED strips, and it looks a lot nicer, and there is more illumination to go about. What did you say? It looks futuristic? Um, perhaps something you might see on a spaceship? Uh, perhaps, yeah. It, it does look very... <laughs> it does look a bit Mass Effect-y. Mm, oh yeah, we got the Commander Shepard's bedroom vibes. <laughs> Just in, in incredibly big lens flares coming from the edge of my desk. It's really good. Um, this, and this is where you go to romance your companions too. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is the the douchey. Okay, here's what I don't understand: is that Commander Commander Shepard has some glowy shit in his room, and they just assume they want you to believe that that's just how people decorate their bedrooms in the future. But what I know, Lexi. Uh, is that that's just Commander Shepard's whole vibe. They just were like, <laughs> mm, I would actually love some LEDs up in here. Yeah, I'll take a girl back here. Uh, and we're just gonna we're just gonna put put the LEDs on. We'll have it do that fade where it changes to all the colors. We'll just listen to this record. We'll just put it on and really listen to it. As as nice a fan theory as that is, I do want to point out that Mass Effect may be the most lens flaringest of uh of video games that there is uh it's the star it's the star trek 2009 of video games it really is like there is not a a surface in that video game that does not have light like intense blue light refracting off of it well i'm so (laughs) glad that i've we're not even 10 minutes into this recording lexi and i have somehow managed to slip in my star trek uh, reference which is the framing device uh that i will be uh putting this whole episode of asteroid in love around um and you know what lexi do you know what uh, is good about this what canonically spock is a descendant of sherlock holmes that's canon 
So it even fucking ties back to the to the theme of the whole podcast. Wait, so you're telling me that not only is is uh, the character from uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's mysteries, Sherlock Holmes, a literal historical person in the Star Trek canon, but that he also is the uh, ancestor of Spock. Yes, that is what I'm <laughs> saying to you. They specifically leave it they leave it vague when they do uh, when they do uh, Sherlock Holmes episodes of which there are several. They specifically leave it vague on whether or not there there are stories, but they specifically leave it vague if it was actually written by Arthur Conan Doyle or the literal John Watson. Uh, oh. And that's because Spock one time said, an ancestor of mine said, and then quoted Sherlock Holmes. So, Okay. Okay. So, so for this episode, you're going to be uh, the anime Spock, and I'm going to be the anime Kirk. <laughs> okay. Um, with, with all this in, co- in consideration, I... <laughs> You're still listening to a study in Sakuga, but I guess this time I am the anime Spock, Lexi yeah, so, Tucker. And this time I am the anime Kirk, Holden King. And this, these are the voyages of uh, the, the podcast <laughs> of study in Sakuga. A boldly going, Boldly going where many have gone before, just not me. Uh a podcast where two voyagers uh explore the mysteries of anime together uh <laughs> the the recesses of both space and anime yes and of uh female attraction to other females apparently yes as <laughs> as vast and as complex as the space that they are studying um <laughs> but with <laughs> with all of that in i guess we should probably start talk get talking about this very very comfy and relaxed anime we have watched we are watching uh asteroid in love the first two episodes uh originally written by kuro spelled q-u-r-o and uh this season was directed by daisuke hiramaka and this first episode is called Their Promise, uh, which seems... So I have thoughts about the whole promise, and mm-hmm. I want to get to it. Um, I suppose we should we should start by describing how the, the show opens. And yeah. I, before we even get to that, I will... I have to say this to you, Lexi, now, just to get it out of the way. I found the dub of this it was difficult to find the dub of asteroid in love you you but you you found it you scrounged it together (laughs) i did and i was like oh good uh i am one of those people who do not necessarily like to read subtitles all the time when i'm watching a thing um and people will say that's because i can't read fast um i think that's a mean insult to say about people one uh but two i I feel like sometimes it distracts me from from the, the picture, you know, that mm. I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to take in too much, and my brain my brain uh, doesn't work on that many levels. So I um, usually... <laughs> if I may, hold, I have a suggestion yeah. for you. Okay. It's get good. It's... Okay. I'm just... I, listen, I, if we're getting real, I, 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 I think the the joke that people make is 
people who don't like subtitles can't read fast is frankly uh an ableist thing to say um i in my case it is probably literally true is that i i have a, a i just read slower uh than other people who are watching anime but also i'm just like i just i just want to look at it and then i can just under i don't want to have to read and then also and absorb the picture it's like two things that my brain has to do at once and i'm just not used to it when i am what taking in media you know on the other hand i am going to say that this is also often uh, an excuse people use for getting out of uh, watching movies that were not made in the West. No, you're uh, correct. I think this is a two-sided coin. People are saying <laughs> shitty stuff on both sides of this argument. Yeah. I, I am with you. Um, that said, Lexi, I put it on and I was like, oh, good. Now I, I just can listen and I can absorb. Uh, this is my good brain space. Um, and then the main character started talking, and I was like, absolutely fucking not. I cannot listen to that voice uh, for more than five minutes. It was, uh, whoever the voice actor is in English, I'm sorry. I know you were probably voicing a, a young child when you did it, but I was I was like, oh, this is, she's just talking in a baby voice. I can't, I can't do it. Um, nobody else on the whole episode was like that, uh, Just just her. So I actually did switch to the sub, which is the first time. Um, except for, I guess, Isoken, which did not have a dub, that I have have watched the sub on this podcast. So, here I am. I, there, uh, there... I guess that I that makes me some sort of expert now, is that I voluntarily watched a sub over a dub. Um, I There definitely will be anime that I make you watch the sub of, just because I have a preferred way. Um, uh preferred voice track for uh the anime um but sure. uh it, there are also anime that are just like yeah this this isn't gonna like get enough traction uh, to get a dub or just, at least a very well done dub right and th- i feel bad i don't want to rag on the the english voice actors that were doing this um too bad but i was just not a not a voice that i could listen to for a long period of time and i found the japanese voice acting much much more tolerable um that's very fair um lexi right now Mm -hmm. i have to step away for like two minutes i'll be right back okay a few moments later okay lexi i'm back okay sorry abby was having a grease fire situation oh lovely she didn't it wasn't on fire yet but it was smoking so um yeah anyway so fires are a problem that that was that uh, quickly Mm -hmm. um which is funny that i guess this is us coming back from my small break which you now have to leave it sorry lexi Um, (laughs) we don't we don't have to use that as the segue i'm just saying it's an awful lot like sparklers (laughs) okay yeah we open on our protagonist uh, celebrating the fourth of july just doing summer things this is just no, a it's summer the, it's not the fourth of july in they're japan s- they're <laughs> celebrating american independence and god bless america as they say in japan uh they 
I, they really don't. <laughs> oh, they do. They love it. They love us. They can't say enough nice things about us, which is why yes. they celebrate both our and their day of independence, July 4th. Yes, they so, they they, they love s- us so much and everyone is and they're always very very happy about all of uh, the uh, US uh, military bases we keep in their country for some reason. They simply they simply cannot get enough of all that good American imperialism. We love that shit. We brought the Big Mac to their shores, Lexi. <laughs> um anyway. Well, the sparklers the sparklers are not enough uh, we start with the sparkler, the s- literal sparkler in the eyes of a little girl who is not captivated um, by this summer camping trip that her parents have brought her on. No, she sees someone heading off into the woods and uh, she's like, wow, going into the woods uh, with another child seems like a really fun time. I'm going to do that. Um, uh, yeah, she's like, this, this kid's got blue purple hair that seems fun yeah um, that's it um and so she follows uh what appears to be a small boy that she followed out into the woods uh and he uh air quotes is uh <laughs> checking out the stars yeah just hey the just stars a- i know this show's about space but uh they did a great job animating these stars yeah the stars look really good Space looks good in this show. Space looks pretty good in this show. Um, uh, I think they did a good job. Yeah, but uh, he uh, he hmm, uh, shows uh, our young protagonist uh, Mira uh, a a few stars in the sky. And starts spouting off a few uh, facts about planets and stars. And uh, they uh, quickly trade names. The uh, purple-haired child is Al. uh, The one we are kind of seeing the memories of is Mira. And uh, they uh, just very, uh, very quickly, like, hit it off. And... uh, uh, Al tells Mira that there is actually a star that cha- that shares her name, and she's like, "Oh wow, that's cool! Do you have a star that has your name?" And you, and he, he, hmm, hmm, is like, "Oh no, that's a uh, my my name's too weird for there to be a star of it." And uh, she says, "Oh, I like your name. They should name a a star after you." And he's like, "Ah." They probably won't name a star after me, but maybe an asteroid. And this is when they do their promise, where they promise that they are going to find an asteroid to name Al. Which seems silly, because you can just buy a star for like ten bucks and name it whatever the fuck you want, Lexi. They could Mm -hmm. name a star after Al. I, I don't know if that is recognized... I don't know if that's servi- that oh, <laughs> service. I'm pretty is sure. I'm pretty recognized sure you buy by a, astronomers. I'm pretty sure you buy a star that all of astronomy has to recognize that shit. I'm pretty sure if they're like mm, Holden 47, that's the one that's got life on it. And you're like, <laughs> hmm, that's crazy that I bought that star for ten dollars <laughs> while the getting was good. I'm just saying, Ao could have got in on the ground floor. Is um, it Ao or Ow? Ow. It's Ow. Ow. I in the dub I am 
almost 100% sure that uh, she introduced herself as, as Al. A-L. But maybe I was just mishearing. It's Al. Um, if you say so. Yeah. I believe you. Uh, but then we flash forward to high school. Mira is going to high school now. And she's getting ready to uh, start a club. Uh, start going to a club. Uh, and... She is immediately disappointed because they don't have an astronomy club anymore. <laughs> they they used to, uh, which was like her big thing uh, that she was excited about for high school. She was like, the one yeah. thing I want to do is gone. Yeah. Uh, she tells her uh, lavender-haired friend, Suzu, Suzu Chan, uh, that there is no uh, astronomy club. Luckily, the teacher butts in and says, they're actually... Uh, there was one, and it has been confu- like fused with the geology club because they both we, got too small. So we, we got just all put the them nerds, together. We got all the nerds together in one room, and we're like, "Yeah, you guys could just be in the, this one big club." We yeah. we quarantined all the nerds. <laughs> the one of the reasons this is uh, this is is because uh, last year during the school festival, the. Uh, the astronomy club apparently put on made their uh, display a little too risque by having uh, one of the members dress up as a bunny girl uh, <laughs> as a playboy bunny girl for the sexy planetarium for the sexy planetarium <laughs> and i don't know i i get that they were like mm, let's just get anything sexy to get people in line right but yeah. i feel i feel as though a bunny <laughs> was bad it was a bad choice um, I feel like you could have done a space themed. So here's a, so here's the thing. Uh, rabbits are actually astro astronomically important to uh, uh, to uh, Japan because there is a myth about a rabbit that jumps to the moon in oh. like a Japanese folklore, and you know how we we see a face in the moon. They see a rabbit pounding mochi. They see a rabbit pounding mochi, and yep. we say, "No, there's a man up there. That there's a man in the moon." Uh, and and, they and say, they're like, "No, that's <laughs> obviously a rabbit pounding mochi." <laughs> he jumped up there, and now he's making himself a snack. So it's kind of like, "Hey, diddle diddle, the cat's a fiddle." Yeah, the rabbit jumped to the moon. So the rabbit jumped to the moon. Okay, yeah. I get that. Oh, that makes sense then. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Mira is kind of confused. She doesn't really understand how they fused these clubs together. She helpfully points out that the uh, Earth is not in space. So it doesn't really <laughs> make a whole lot of sense to put those clubs together. Uh, the teacher is like, oh, but it is in space. <laughs> but, uh, and that, yeah, her, her friend sort of points out that, well, if you look, look at it differently, you know, the sky and the ground are kind of the same. Yeah. If you think about it. One's just, there's a lot of space out there if you look up, and then if you look down, there's a lot of stuff down there. And Mira doesn't put any more thought into it than that. She doesn't tell her friend, hey, what you said was fucking dumb. She goes, well, I guess you're right. I guess that makes a lot of sense. She says that's a galactic perspective. It's not. It's a dumb perspective, and she just listened to her friend. There is no reason for that. Here's the thing. Her friend is actually doing the whole, is a pale blue dotting uh mira and uh, is what she's doing she's like 
when you think about it, we're just, like, really small, and all of the stuff on Earth is very interesting because of, like, how small and precious our world is. And, she, and you know, that's actually pretty valid. It's just, you know, put in very simple terms. I suppose. But anyway, Mira buys this hook, line, and sinker. And the mm-hmm. teacher's like, well, I'm glad you're all on board. I'm going to lead you through the woods to an abandoned-looking cabin where we keep the nerds. Uh, yeah, why, it, it honestly... Lexi, <laughs> why are all these clubhouses, all of these meeting spaces, in uh, off-campus, away from the school, in like a ramshackle building? Uh, because they're the underdogs. I get it. But, like, she, like, leads them through the woods to get to this this cabin. It feels, mm-hmm. it feels like a bad, it, it feels like a bad place to, to bring children. It, this feels like there's going to be a murderer pop out, you know? Uh, honestly, I like the look of this building. It's very cute. It's, like, it's got, like, a stained glass window. It's very rustic and, like, uh, old-timey, but I think it looks nice. I'd hang out in this building in the woods. I'm just saying, if... Space is such an issue at the school. Can we not just use an empty classroom? We had to take them to the cabin in the woods. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> she brings them upstairs to where I believe the four members of the uh, Earth Earth Science Club, I suppose, is the fused name. I was going to say yes. uh, Heaven Earth Man Club. But no, they are the Earth Science Club where they are sitting down to... Uh, I guess start their meeting. Yeah, they're they're about to start their meeting, and they do a uh, a quick uh, introduction of all the people who are there. Uh, you've got the president, which was a a member of the astronomy club. You've got the mm-hmm. vice president, who was a member of the geology club, yeah. and uh, you've got uh, another member of the geology club. And, and one other member of the the uh, astronomy club. So yes. they're even now, um, but Suzu is not there to join the club. She there. She <laughs> came to uh, came to just sort of watch her yeah. friend uh, and be safe. Um, so she is not impressed by their vice president, who is uh, was formerly a member of the geology club. Show off her cool set of gift shop rocks that she got from. You know, like a living history farms or a museum uh, that she went to, a natural history museum. Um, but she's got a pretty good set of, of the, all the different colors that you get at the gift shop. Um, I, I'm sorry, but uh, Jesus Christ, Holden, they're not rocks, they're minerals. I, um, <laughs> um, there, well, there, there I've gone and shown my whole ass, Lexi. Um, I I'm sorry. That, that shows what... Um, I'm very sorry to have just, uh, done a Breaking Bad reference at you, Holden. Uh, mm. I don't even know if you, if you recognize that for what it was, but, um, <laughs> uh, Breaking I Bad's did, a good show. <laughs> I did not, did not, um, did not actually watch any Breaking Bad, so I didn't get any of that. Oh. Uh, but I'm sure our audience loved it. Um, uh, there's a character that gets very into, uh, minerals in the show, and it's, it's a good bit that goes on for a while. Uh, (laughs) anyway, 
we're here looking at these cute girls show off their minerals, um, except some of them aren't so interested in minerals. In fact, nobody is really interested in minerals except the vice president and her one uh, geology club member. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Mira plops down right next to a very pretty, cute, uh, purple-haired girl. Yeah. Um, who she, who she does, is, doesn't recognize. Um, totally, totally uh, a stranger to uh, Mira, this uh, purple-haired girl is. Um, uh, and but, she she explains that she also wants to join the astronomy club. Because she wants to find an asteroid because she made a promise to a boy once in the woods when she was like six. And that's <laughs> pretty important to her still Some for some reason. Um, <laughs> at this point, I was like, wait, you, you made a promise to a boy? Um, could this boy have perhaps looked a bit like me? Uh, she because does... I, I, I made a similar promise to a girl, uh, <laughs> that looked a lot like you. <gasps> I can't believe you don't recognize me, she says. <laughs> referencing her long hair it's me ow i'm a girl now uh or i always was um and, um but i'm i'm I going i fooled you <laughs> here's 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 where i'm at uh with this is that um i'm you can probably tell where i'm going with this but this character mm. is trans <laughs> uh, uh i i know I that's probably not the text of the show however I think that's a read on the show, right? They definitely, yeah. they did a, they specifically did a bait and switch at the beginning. They both could have just been girls at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Or obviously girls, I suppose. Yeah, they could have um, just been obviously girls at the beginning, but they, they cho- chose to make her very boyish. Um, so I, that's a read. Um, mm-hmm. I, this is, this is the thing though, is that, the the romance can begin in earnest now because yes. Mira's like wow, you're here and you're gorgeous. Yeah, not she only doesn't a... say that she doesn't say that, but she's thinking it. She's, she's thinking it. She's <laughs> thinking it. Yeah, these two are are given eyes at each other. Uh, they and really everyone... are. They ju- they just met like six seconds ago, and they're like, remember that time I made a promise. Uh, long ago to somebody who i thought was really cute and we just sort of based our whole lives on that from that moment on because it turns out uh al also carries a token of of me of of mira yeah she carries a little charm around with her to uh to remind her of her name which is very cute a whale a whale it's a whale isn't it is that yeah. the constellation that Mira is it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they have been star-crossed lovers uh, 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 <laughs> this whole time. Uh, so, Suzu points out... So, they... they Right, so they, they figure out that they know each other, and mm-hmm. they are instantly in love with each other. Perhaps they never weren't. Yeah. Um, and they, the OP drops. 
Um, I just want to say uh, the way everyone is uh, looking at these two talking about this stuff, everyone's already shipping it. Everyone here is already shipping this. Especially Suzo or Suzu. Is it Suzo or Suzu? Suzu. Yeah. Okay, Suzu. She especially needs to maybe chill. This is her friend (laughs) and not, not like a television show. I know we're watching the television show, but she is not. She's in there with her friend and maybe needs to chill. But anyway, the OP's fine. It's yeah. Soothing. It's it's like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's not the best. It's not the worst. It's no hands off uh Isaacin. Yeah. You know. It ain't it ain't got that kind of energy to it. No, it's um, it's, it's it's just kind of comfy, you know? It's com- it's comfy. There's a telescope. They got that little constellation tracker that my fiancé has. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can track what time of year it gets you different um, different constellations. That's fun. It shows you all the different girls that are in the show. It it's it, it shows you a little bit about what their interests are and what they're doing. So And their their interests are space and uh, each other. So that's sort of the whole thing. That's the space, whole vibe. Space, each other, rocks. That's... Rocks. We don't get much rocks, but a lot of space. A lot of space and a lot of yearning. A lot of space and a lot of yearning. A lot of yearning. And speaking of yearning, there is a quite a bit of yearning going on when we come back from the OP in these texts. They are texting now. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> when we get the first shot that uh, we get when the OP ends, uh, it ha- in her eyes uh in Al's eyes is an exclamation point <laughs> that uh that is how uh thrilled she is to the to see texts from Mira coming from the sweet Mira <laughs> uh and Mira double texts like you fool Ao uh or sorry Al does not respond uh necessarily enthusiastically and so Mira next morning is like, did I come on too strong? Was I, I double texted. That felt like a mistake, but it's too late to take it back now. And Suzu is like, all right, I calm down, think it through, act calmly. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, she, she like looks through a book of her mom's, uh, Al, uh, Mira is, is not only double texting, but also texting with heavily emojied text. Oh yeah. I saw some water splashes in there too. So, <laughs> Mira, what are you saying? <laughs> Mira, I I cannot read kanji, um, but I don't think that there is a non-lewd context for those. So, I think those were supposed to be teardrops. Of... It, well, it certainly isn't. We live in the year twenty twenty one, and Where? so that that is a sext that they did not bother translating. <laughs> is what I will say. Um, we, um, <laughs> but yeah, so we, they're texting, Mira feels weird about it, um, Susie tries to cheer up, she's like, just be calm, just be cool, hey, it's pretty formal, but you know, like, maybe she's just a weird texter. Um, Susie also <laughs> says that, uh, uh, Mira's like, hey, you're, why are you okay with me being friends with, uh, with Al, you're, <laughs> you're always mad when I try to make friends with boys, and... <laughs> Suzu says, I'm fine with it as long as it's a girl. <laughs> Which feels like a weird thing to say to your friend who you're trying to hook up with a, a girl. 
You know, yeah. you're like, mm, I, ooh, I just want to, I want to just watch them fall in love. Feels, <sighs> we, it feels like weird energy from Suzu. Don't, don't love it from her. But she's like, well, just act calmly. You know, just yeah, treat her, just... treat her like you would me, and just be calm about it. Um, and we smash cut to Mira kicking in the door to Ao's uh, lunchroom. It was like, hey, get the fuck out of here. We're eating lunch together on the roof. Now. This is, by the way, the best place to uh, be having lunch is the roof. Uh, Feels like, like a lot all... of people hang out on the roof in anime. Yeah. Listen, you know, it's a, it's, you've got, oh, you've got open air. You can see around for a bit. Um, it's, I don't know why, but uh, a lot of anime kids like to eat lunch on the roof. It's, it seems to be a theme. A lot of kids hanging out on the roof. Um, mm-hmm. I personally never went on the roof of my high school, but they seem to expect it here. Where they put a cage around it. Yeah. You know, for safety. For safety, sure. But they get up to the roof. Mira's being weird about all of the texts that she sent, which I feel like if you're there eating lunch with her, you have a clean slate now, and you shouldn't have talked about it. Yeah. Um, but she brought it up like a rookie. Um, they're sort of just missing each other conversationally in text messages, because she's like, ah, no, what you said was cute, but, you know, I don't have that kind of energy when I text, so yeah, I feel, we- you know, it's like I felt <laughs> weird about it. Suzu it's, literally needs to leave. She's just there to be, make them, she's like, she's like shipping them, but she's in, in the context of the universe, right? Yeah. Don't ship your, don't ship your friends. They're not, they're not like cardboard cutouts. They're friends of yours. Yeah. They're friends of yours. You, you can be supportive of their romantic interests, but shipping them, shipping them is a bit weird. Yeah. Anyway, don't, Suzu, not my favorite character right now. She needs to maybe chill a little bit. Um... But uh, Mira spills some egg on her lap and needs to go uh, wash off the egg that she got on her skirt because she's a little bit of a klutz. Yeah, I got um, egg on her face and on her skirt. Um, he... Was not that bag of a stain, uh, by the way, but she immediately just runs away. She could have feels like you could have just brushed that off. Um flashback to uh al as a as a youngin again and we find out the reason that she talks so formally is because when she was young she apparently had a habit of stumbling into innuendo uh which was not that bad i feel like the word wet is a fairly common word that you can use to describe things um but all of all of her classmates were like Bro, I can't believe you just said the word wet. This uh, motherfucker said wet. Oh. And so she had one bad moment where she misspoke and she clams up for the rest of her life, which uh, Suzu points out is maybe a weird way to have approached, um, uh, you know, your whole conversational style after your classmates dunk on you one time for saying a weird thing (laughs) because you're afraid of someone asking you if if the grunge was there (laughs) (laughs) this is 
I listen. I I feel for somebody who uh, misspeaks, and all of their friends or classmates are like, "Yo, this motherfucker said grunge." Um, but uh, uh, I also do this all the time. Even uh, so, it doesn't it doesn't feel that it doesn't feel that bad to me. I once called a an airport a plane station. It um, it should be noted that the that the group chat that uh, you and I and all of our friends in uh, is named after. Uh, uh, a typo I made one time. Because <laughs> <laughs> typos are fucking funny. Anyway, uh, feels like I was taking this take took it really personally for for maybe no reason. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's why she is the way that she is. More reserved and like space, I guess. Um, uh, but Suzu gives pretty good advice. She's like, hey. You guys are just, you guys are too nervous. You guys just need to chill out around each other. Just, you know. Just chill. Um, don't don't overthink it, you know? Yeah, don't overthink it. Mira's, Mira's nice, and you seem cool. You just, like, don't think too hard about it. We cut back to Al's bedroom, and her bed has trans flag colors. It is it's, blue is it not th- and pink and has white sheets. So, oh, okay. you know? That's, okay, alright, I was gonna say, is this not the bi flag? But, no, you're correct. I mean, alright. Okay. Okay. Alright. Alright. Feel Here's also uh, a blanket statement, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Feel like a lot of trans ladies wear stripes. You know, wear a lot of stripes. Uh, that is because uh, stripes are slimming and mm. uh you know wide shoulders is a thing we have to we worry about a lot That's so fair. yeah i i was also thinking that uh i have seen many uh anyway the stripes are a good look is all i'm saying mm-hmm. but if we're looking for more evidence look no further than the stripes and the whole bedspread yeah um, but oh, they they just go home and they yearn Al, for each other. I was making an effort. She calls Amira. Uh, and they talk for a little bit, and then Mira tells her to go to her balcony, and Al goes out there, and Mira starts uh, like naming off constellations she knows. And this is this is it's very cute. It's very <laughs> it's sweet. very it's very cute. But the fact that uh, Mira has put in the effort to learn all of this stuff brings out to her knees with how how much she likes it. It's 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 very sweet. Um, I this got me. This got me because this is what my fiance does when she gets drunk and she's far away. She likes to go out and. Uh, be very drunk looking at all the stars and just tell me all the stars that she sees mm. like i uh which is very sweet it is um, very sweet um they're so gay they're incredibly they're gay so gay they're, they're so, so gay, for, gay each for each other oh my goodness <laughs> um and that's they're like oh wow look at all these stars venus love it uh and they <laughs> reach across the void uh touch hands touch hearts uh and then it's the next day and it is club time we're getting yeah. close to club time 
yeah, uh, Mira is, uh, very happy now because she had a good night talking with Al, and, uh, Susu and Mira go check on Al, uh, before club time, and she also is very happy and being cute about this is it. What, this is what I'm saying. They're so gay They're for so each other. Gay. It's, uh, they just, it's very You good. talk to a cute girl and you just, I guess, giggle and smile to yourself all day. So, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you for a time saw me like this. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I am engaged to be married. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand. But, uh, boy, they certainly, uh, wear their emotions on their sleeves. So good for yep. them. Good for them. Um, uh, but it's, but it na- is now club time and they're talking about, well, we have our budget. What are we going to spend our budget on this year? Mira wants the big space laser. Fuck yeah. it, let's get the big space laser. <laughs> a gig- a gigantic fucking telescope that would need to be housed in a fucking planetarium. Some sort of some sort of astronomy dome. It's like <laughs> it's like a it's like a billion yen. It's big. I want yeah. the big telescope with the laser beam. Um, <laughs> and their teacher's like, mm, your budget's practically nothing. Um, basically what you have is me to grill sometimes. Yeah. Um, I, I will grill for you, uh, I will grill because for you I like that, to do it. <laughs> I like to grill. I don't care about space or rocks so much, but I love to grill for students for some reason, <laughs> which mad respect. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, they are, they're looking at their budget. They can't really afford much. Um, but the teacher says, well, if you want to get more of a budget, you're, you're going to have to win some awards, uh, gain some notoriety as a club. Which, um, t- my question is, Lexi, how mm-hmm. exactly do you win space awards? How you know. Win a space, how do you win a space award? You know. No, 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 you just tell me, Lexi, go ahead. Um, uh, you know, Scholastic. Uh, competitions about uh, about and about space like you go and you name space facts and they give you an award i'm just i'm just saying that they're like what if you enter the science fair with the best planetary like the best um model of the solar system anyone ever saw okay i'm just saying that all the other clubs seem to have a leg up on the earth science club because it's really hard to win awards with rocks that you like in space okay it seems really hard to win awards in clout that way but uh they they all decide that maybe that's their best bet yeah we'll figure something out we'll figure something out um but they're looking for ways to gain some notoriety some uh get some more people interested in their club's activities Sexy planetarium is off the table. <laughs> Sexy planetarium is off the table. Also, the the geology club's way of doing things, which is just an exhibit of rock facts. They got, listen, they're pretty boring, but that geology side of the club's got party vibes. <laughs> they're here to, they're here to fucking party. They're here to barbecue, uh, even though they have the most boring subject matter. So I feel bad for them because they're like, they're like party people who are just passionate about rocks, and you're like, ugh, you could, ugh, what a 
terrible combination of things for you to be this excited to party, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, ah. And they, they do not understand about rocks and how most people don't care about them, but it's endearing. Um, but one of the students from the, uh, the geology club had proposes that they write a newsletter together. You know, uh, a newsletter about Roxanne's base. Two things yes, that I'm... are constantly updating all the time. Our pitch is that this should be a joint project. We're like, we're one club now. We can't do separate events. Mm-hmm. That's too much. We have to do one thing. Uh, and the club settles on a newsletter uh, talking about Earth and space to spread awareness about, I guess, Earth and space. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you were unaware and didn't know about the, those two things. Yes. You're like, ah, gosh, what is all that black stuff in the night sky? Ugh, it's just, it's... Ah can't figure it out and then you find a helpful newsletter in a space mm-hmm. um at this point uh mira does give the student who pitches the idea of a newsletter uh and calls her Eno senpai um this will this will come back her habit of giving come people back. nicknames will come back it, do, it does happen in the literal next episode yeah um Mira's pretty focused on finding this asteroid. Feels like this is kind of a waste of time. Or at least doesn't know how she can contribute. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're like, this is getting nowhere. We can debate all day about what's going to go in this. But uh, for now, let's go get some fucking burgers. Yeah, let's go let's get go, some burgers. Let's go smash some fucking burgers. Which, uh, if you remember from the beginning of this episode, they love. They do all love burgers. They all love burgers because they bleed red, white, and blue. <laughs> Lexi, the American dream, eating a burger with sparklers. You know, you know, a lot of a lot of ink has been spilled about how much Americans love hamburgers, and I just gotta say, I personally love hamburgers. Not a big fan of America, though. <laughs> Here's what, here's what I will say is there are a lot of stereotypes in Amer- about Americans and a lot of them are not true. But one thing that we all fucking actually do love as a fact is hamburgers. That's true. <laughs> that is true. The problem, the problem is, Lexi, is that other countries simply don't know how to make them. And I mm-hmm. feel like if they knew how to make hamburgers, they would love them too. <laughs> because uh. when I was, I, I have traveled mm-hmm. in Europe and people are like, oh, you're an American. Hamburger? And, you, you know, they're like, oh, I I know about Americans. Y'all are the hamburger people, right? And, you know, you're, like, in their country, so you're like, oh, yeah, hamburgers. I eat, I eat those sometimes. And then they're like, I have one, and it's always bad, Lexi. <laughs> and you're like, no wonder they think we're idiots for liking hamburgers. No one over on this continent can cook them. Yeah, the... I, I also have had this experience. I, I was in Iceland for a little bit, um... I, I tried a few times to have Icelandic hamburgers. Not not a big fan of the way they They're do not good. hamburgers. They aren't good, and I get why people uh, from other countries thinks it's funny that we like hamburgers. Yeah. Um, I understand. But if you're listening to this and you live in a different country, y'all just have bad hamburgers. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know how to... I, you had to learn sometime. You just don't do it right. You know, I bet there are, that there are some countries out there that do have good hamburgers i ain't been there yet i ain't been there if you i bet you 
I bet you Australia's got some killer fucking hamburgers. I ain't you know, been there. Uh, if you if you have good hamburgers where you're from, please tell us at uh, studyinsakuga at gmail.com. We'll be the judge of that. Um, that said, these burgers that they do look pretty fucking good. They do actually. look pretty good. They look um, pretty good. And uh, Al uh, was inspired by, th- by a thing that uh, Mira said earlier. Uh, and suggests that they name their uh, newsletter Sparkle Sparkle Kira Kira because uh, that is a thing that both rocks and stars do. Mm, that's true. Um, I do think it's... Sure, Sparkle Sparkle makes more sense. I'm sure that's the literal translation. I thought it would be funnier if it was Twinkle Twinkle. Mm. Um I was going to ask you what Kira Kira was, because in in the sub, they just say, ah, Kira Kira, and they do not say what it, what it means. They just write Kira Kira. Yeah, it's it's Sparkle Sparkle. Okay. I'm like, is this one of those words that the dub's like, everybody knows what this means. I don't need to translate that. Um, yeah, it's, it's Sparkle Sparkle. Um, but... Uh... We cut back to, um, after, after this back and forth, and we follow the vice president home for a little bit, learn that she has a, a bad, uh, name for the newsletter that didn't get accepted. Uh, we see mm-hmm. that the, uh, that their club actually has been approved a slightly larger budget. Just just enough budget to do a barbecue. Yeah, it turns out that if you got a a fuck a teacher, a sponsor for your club that loves to fucking barbecue, they're gonna find that barbecue money somewhere. They're gonna find that barbecue money. They're gonna find that fucking barbecue money. They're like, (laughs) what's a thing that I like to do that I could pretend is for a school project that I could get some fucking funding for? And this teacher said grilling. I respect that. Um, that's where we end. That's sort of the end of the episode. Um, is just the mysterious budget edition, which uh, they're totally not gonna spend on meat and a grill for this teacher. So, yeah, uh, we also we also do see uh, Mira and Ao talking again, which yeah, some, they're actually, yearning again. Good. <laughs> they're yearning again. There's some again. very <laughs> there's some very nice animation in their hair as the wind blows and they all and they both stare into the sky together and you know it's good it's cute <laughs> the, the, the this is so okay so i had a problem with the other one that we watched that i felt was too cute what was the name of that Show. uh nishi joe nishi joe that i felt was too cute this tiptoeing right up to that line Lexi <laughs> but 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 the animation and the way that the they're shaded and the colors of it bring it back over the line for me so they they are cute but it it doesn't like hurt my teeth you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's just like oh that's very cute that's that's sweet yeah um but that's the end of the first episode. Um, 
so for now we should probably take a little break. And you, listener, you and I can yearn for each other across the break. Holden, you're engaged. That doesn't mean we can't all yearn. <laughs> <laughs> together again you and i listener i guess lexi's also here i'm also she, here i'm she's chaperoning not, she's not part of the yearning listener we've we've got an emotional connection i don't i don't yearn for listeners you don't yearn for the listeners but i do <laughs> i do listener um, anyway they've taken their yearning this whole episode is now uh this is the grill episode yeah th- this episode's the this is a proto beach episode um because it's they're like a beach it's like a beach they're at a riverbed like beach yeah it's a, they're at a riverbed a lot of flowers teachers hauled down her grill mm-hmm. uh got getting some shit set up to to uh make some what is she making on this grill it's like chicken isn't it yeah i think it's chicken it's a weird thing to bring on a grill it's this is what i'm saying is that Japan doesn't do hamburgers. I see right. some. I see some corn. Looks like they're making some mm, uh, kebabs. Mm, okay, all right. Put some corn on a grill. Yeah. This is. We know this. This seems obvious to us because we're from. Because we're West, we're like, fucking so. uh, we're fucking islands. You put we some know. corn in front of us, and we're like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We know this shit. This is ours. <laughs> we do this. Uh, damn, I got five of these for thirty cents. Incredible. Let's chuck them on the grill. No bad way to eat near a corn, except cob and all. That's the only bad yeah, way. Yeah, don't eat. do not bite the cob. Don't bite the cob. That's what they say. Uh, well, we are back. The the trip trip has occurred. The budget has been stretched so that they can get down to the riverbed here mm-hmm. uh, and have a star viewing party, which just kind of looks like a picnic to me. But yeah, it, it looks this like is, uh, season one, episode two, the Riverside Milky Way. <laughs> Um, yeah, they're they're at the riverbed. It's still pretty early in the evening, so they're they're having a little picnic. Uh, Suzu uh, is here tagging along because she showed up. She bikes up with her bread. She brought all this nice bread because she, her family owns a bakery. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I do want to point out that her uh, that her name is Moe Moe. So Holden. Uh, I need to explain a term to you. Okay. Uh, uh, You've made it feel, I feel it's ominous the way that you've set this up. So, Moe is, uh, it's a Japanese word that refers to feelings of strong affection, 
mainly towards characters, uh, like okay. usually cute female characters in anime okay. or manga. Uh, so you're telling me their mascot's name, her name is not Momo. No, it's, Moe it's Moe not. Moe. It's Moe Moe. Um, okay. Okay. Moe is uh, a word that is usually described to making a character, like, pretty cute. Uh, it is, that's, that's the, uh, like, anime fandom use of the word. Okay. So, she's just calling her friend cute. Uh, yes. But it is also a, a pun... Because that is actually her name. Her, uh, her name, uh, as it is in in the script, is Suzu Suzuya Moe Moe. Uh, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is this considered Moe? This anime? Oh yeah. This 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 anime. This anime is Moe. But the other one, the other one that we watched was also Moe, and I didn't care for that one. Um, I, I don't know if I would call Nishijo Moe. I don't mm. think that's what they're aiming for with, with that one. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. Um, well, they get their bread. Uh, they're discussing nicknames, because I guess Moe Moe is pretty cute. Yeah, because, and... uh, because <laughs> Suzuya is like, I don't, I don't like Moe Moe as a nickname. So I asked, uh, <laughs> I asked Mira to give me a, n- a new one. Um, so... Mira's pretty good at nicknames, and her their teacher points out that it's kind of stiff to call the president and vice president president and vice president, you know? Maybe yeah. we should be more friendly towards each other. Yeah! Uh, so... <laughs> Mira does not know their full names. She didn't ask. She didn't ask. She didn't ask for their nicknames. Uh, <laughs> like, these people knowing each other, I'm going to guess, probably, like, at least half a week now. <laughs> couple of weeks. Couple of weeks. Yeah, they've known each other a while. Um, <laughs> didn't ask their names till right now. Um, uh, so she says that it's she gets their names, mm-hmm. uh, which I, which frankly, Mira, I don't remember them either. So she just calls them both senpai. That's their that's their nickname, which I know means They're, teacher. That is not their nickname. The the nicknames she gives them are sakura senpai and monroe senpai she calls them senpai yes but sakura and monroe are their nicknames that they have those are not their those are not their names those are not their names okay well then uh okay well what's the joke then what's the nickname part of that uh sakura it's pretty obvious uh she's uh she's got uh like pinkish hair and Monroe, yeah, uh, Monroe, uh, she has a uh, a beauty mark, and oh, also like Marilyn Monroe, like Marilyn she's Monroe. She's like Monroe. Okay, she said that explains her next thing, which is why am I called Monroe Senpai? And she's like, well, your mole and your breasts. Yeah, and you're she... like, oh, okay, Mira. Hey, this is a picnic. <laughs> hey, Mira, I am begging you to fucking chill, Mira. Okay, so Holden. This is going to be a thing. Uh, a thing that is in anime is jokes about how big boobs are. Um, like, I feel like we've hit that quite a bit. 
Uh, but, but you didn't you didn't like when Mineta did it, and you like it when Mira does it. She she only does it this time. Like this is. Mm. You tell me this is the only boob joke in the whole show. This is the only one I've seen. You've watched this whole show. You know that's not true. I haven't watched this whole show. If okay, we wa- well then we'll. If we if we were to watch this in the entire season of the show, there would be untread water for me. Um, okay. Oh, well, that's good to know. I thought I thought you were leading me confidently into the deep end of the pool, knowing how to swim. And what you did was push me in, and then also jump in. And you just turned to me and said, "Well, I, I'm not really sure how to swim, but we'll figure it out." Listen, I I am confident in my swimming ability. Is the thing I've that's been fair. I've been around the pool a few times. Uh, these might be like somewhat new waters, but you know. I got good swimming legs. Well, fair enough. But, Mira, it is a picnic. Perhaps you should chill. You didn't even know her name ten seconds ago. <laughs> I, I think it's a bit forward to be commenting to be a... <laughs> on your on uh, her boobs. But whatever, you know what? And... Mira has a charm, a charm of her own, I suppose. And also uh, uh, basing her nickname off how stacked she is. That's... Uh... God... Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, OP Food drop. OP drop. Uh, we come back. Uh, they're talking about how good Suzu's bread is. It's some good fucking bread. It's got some... We're, we got some good shots of bread here. We got some good fucking shots of bread. Everybody loves the bread. Um. Also, everyone's looking at rocks. Um, Everybody's looking at rocks. Well, okay, before we move on to the rocks, I do want to say is that... Uh, the other girl, who is not the vice president, who is blonde. Eno. Yes, Eno. She is like, I've never had Suzu's bread before. It's delicious. This is incredible. I can't believe you made this all yourself. Mm-hmm. Suzu also seems pretty gay for this blonde rock girl. Yeah, it really seems like it. Seems that way. Seems like she is getting her karmic retribution for treating her friends like cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Turns out she but, has become the cardboard cutout herself. And now she has developed a crush. Hmm. Well, uh, let that be a warning to you, listeners. You treat your friends like cardboard cutouts and ship them together, you'll be cursed with a, the <laughs> falling in love with a cute anime girl. That ain't a curse. That's just life. <laughs> feels like it feels like it's more acceptable in this show than it would be i don't know in real life so because then you gotta um, tell people about your waifus that never goes well yeah but um, they are on the riverbank they're finding cool rocks yep uh dropping words like radiolarians mira's got some shirt you ever you ever, you ever I, find some good shirt can't believe this show is fucking tricking me into learning about rocks i don't <laughs> want to learn about rocks lexi but the show's like well oh, this is some chert this is hey th- this is how this function uh this is how this rock looks like this this is yeah. made by volcanoes yeah there this is a this is abandoned stone people uh people uh like to use them as charms and talismans like you're you're learning about this this is what uh this is like a subgenre, I would say, of slice of life, which is just where you just learn about a thing. Okay, we're gonna put we're gonna put a whole bunch of cute girls here, and it's just gonna be like 
they're gonna do stuff and they're gonna learn about a thing and because you're watching them learn about a thing you're also gonna learn about a thing that seems like a good way to trick people into learning about something in america we just did it with bill nye yeah and that um, was that was one show that we had that was, was bill one nye. show we also had mythbusters but we also had mythbusters that's true myth i won't I won't take that away from Mythbusters. I didn't learn a lot from yeah. both of them. That's how we tricked the American audience. Explosions and uh, Bill Nye's bow tie. Yeah. Um, but Mira's asking a lot of questions about rocks. And uh, she's like, what about this one? Uh, almost grabs dog shit because she can't <laughs> tell the difference, which is very funny to me. Um, but she does find a rock with a band on it, um, which is fun. She draws a little face on it. She's not really listening to the lecture about... <laughs> how it is the way that it is she just drew a, a cute face on it yeah uh um, she she it seems like as enthusiastic as she is she i don't feel like she's fully absorbing sakura's uh like explanations of what's going on with these rocks no when you start drawing faces on the rocks feels like you don't respect the rocks for their own beauty um but neither does Ao, who has found one that looks like jupiter which is a pretty cool rock find. Yeah, I that's a good say. rock find. It's a good rock find. It's even got the spot. Um, but it becomes less about rocks and more about flirting at that point. So they sort mm-hmm. of... Mm, um, everybody else sort of wanders off so they can have their <laughs> their moment. Yeah. Everyone's like, okay, we'll give these two a little bit of space. Um, uh, Mira has collected a whole lot of samples possibly too many she can no longer stand up with all of the samples it's she has put the in backpack, her backpack yeah backpack is too full um so she's got to ditch some of them you take them back to clean them but you know you got to find your favorites first uh-huh um and then... uh, this is also a common problem with my fiance is that she when we go on hikes we'll find rocks that she likes and put them in her backpack and then the backpack will be extremely heavy uh but she, unlike Mira, does not give up. She just suffers uh, so she can keep all of her nice rocks. <laughs> um, but we cut to a little later in the evening and the sun has started to go down. And Well, now, now hang on. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. The, the whole thing, the premise of this, the name of this episode, the Riverside Milky Way, is that oh, the, yes. they, are, they are comparing the amount of of uh, in different types and shapes of rocks to the amount of stars in the sky. Right? Yes. It is, it is a, a veritable Milky Way of stones on this riverbed uh, that are as, as vast and different as the, as the night sky. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's akin to the Milky Way in that way. And it's literally, uh, they're both river shaped. So, you yes. know, there's, there's a parallel that they drew here, mm-hmm. um, which is funny to me. <laughs> Because it's like, if you are looking to flirt with a cute girl, you must first invent the universe. Like, <laughs> all right, like, okay, like, I feel like we're gonna, it's just, we're just rocks in space. You don't have to be like, and, and that's, and that's why we've come to this riverbed. No, you just thought it was cool to come to the riverbed and, and grill, which you're right. You're right. It is good to do that. Um, that's a, that's just, a. That's a good time with friends. Yeah. But anyway, the teacher uh, has brought uh, a telescope. 
uh, for the night sky. It is the sun is now almost all the way set. The stars are out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the grilling has been done. The telescope is up, and now it's time for the space side of things. The yeah. rock side had their day in the sun, and now it's space time. Now it's space time. Everyone, uh, <coughs> everyone takes a, a, their turn looking. Uh, looking in the telescope at mars they explained yep. that mars moves pretty quickly through through the sky so you actually gotta kind of track it with a telescope yeah mars is a slippery bitch much like them teaching us about rocks they teach us how to focus a telescope and track the planet mars which is the only one that's red so it's really easy to see mm-hmm. um they do teach us sort of about the stars the we get a bunch of cute versions of astrological uh signs up there uh, a lot of constellations looking cute mm-hmm. i think they're mostly cute anime girls which i guess tracks uh they also i just want to i just want to point out uh the that there is uh the star bootes bootes <laughs> yes it does sound like it does sound like booties yes that's funny that is funny i thank you for pointing that out i would have glossed clean by it but there yeah there is a constellation that sounds like booties which is funny it's funny you know Um, i'm sorry i'm a child (laughs) (laughs) hey i got to do my carl sagan joke you get to do the the butt joke that's fine we're all we're all taking our shots here Uh for comedy um Ow and Mira find this, again, an excellent opportunity to flirt. Everybody's uh, sort of, sort of, uh, hey, that's great. We love to see our, our good space friends flirted up. Mm-hmm. They uh, don't feel awkward about it at all. Everyone's doing, uh, doing their star charts. Um, I, I'm a Leo, Holden. Do you know your sign? I am a Taurus. Nope, that's a Pokemon. I'm a, nope. <laughs> No, nope, nope, right. that is the Taurus. <laughs> Taurus yeah. is the sign. Tauros is the Pokemon. I yes, get, I always say one when I mean the other. Uh, you know, Taurus. Yes, that honestly makes a lot of a lot of sense, uh, Holden, because uh, it, it it makes sense that we work out so well together because uh, both my rising and moon are Taurus. Uh, hey, Lexi, <laughs> I don't know what that shit means. I don't know what that shit means, Lexi uh it's it's too complicated to get in here but you know i keep seeing it's why we have good chemistry i'm just saying i keep seeing people post on twitter with their fucking moon what the big three are are. with the with the big three are and they post pictures and everybody's like this makes a lot of sense what does it mean lexi (laughs) you're just posting you just put a picture on a thing and you're like whoop that's me i figured it out make tracks (laughs) this tracks it's just pictures Listen, uh, the the meme makers of the uh, astrology memes, they know what, what's going on with those astrology signs and where they are in, your, in charts. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you just really vibe with them. If it's you, all... <laughs> listen, if you love astrology, go with God, okay? I made my dumb fucking Star Trek reference at the beginning, uh, and soon to be end of this show so if you're like you know what this is my thing this is what i like and it's it's astrology good i'm glad 
you will know more about it than me. Um, but also, this is not an invitation to ask me what time I was born. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, after doing some astrology talk, we are gather around the telescope. Uh, there's there's some more flirting between Mira and Al. Uh, they talk about that first time they met and how it was really nice. Yes, uh, and they, they're talking about the different types of things they can see, like shooting stars. There's an asteroid that um, Al is particularly fond of. Um, and she's just, you know, she's just not really sure that it's going to happen for her. You know, she's probably just not going to get an asteroid named after her. There's so many of them. And oh, are people we, are, are, we... <laughs> are already looking for them right now. So it's like, are we going so to like, how are skip you over the fact that uh, you know, while talking about the asteroid Vesta that um that we see the discoverer of the asteroid along <laughs> along with Vesta. He, he, he does come up and say something in German. That he, is funny. It's he says das ist richtig, which is just uh German for that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funnier now that I tri- <laughs> That's fu- I appreciate that joke more now. Yeah, um, but but Mira's like, well, that's ridiculous. Everything you said is fucking dumb because I'm gonna study a whole bunch about space. I'm gonna learn so much so I can catch up to you, and I'm gonna get better vision. I'll eat some carrots. You've got such good space night vision, and I don't. But that's okay. I'll just get better at it. I'll just get better, and we're gonna do it. Don't worry about it. We're going to uh, complete our promise. It's gonna be so fine. Uh. She seems confident. You know, they're gonna do their best together. I do want to point out there is a a very interesting note about Mira's character design. Uh, D- she, that she is wearing a a light blue jacket with a uh, white piping and a pink undershirt. Uh, no, I I actually hadn't noticed that yet. I was I was talking about Mira. Uh, oh, okay. I was talking about Al. Yeah. Sorry, you've turned me on to the blue, pink, white color scheme you're you're right though dang it dang you're right there it is again so seems like it's happening more and more often it seems like how many coincidences could there be (laughs) huh lexi yeah how how many of these could be just coincidences you know this is also a thing that anime animate trans animators just do a lot uh to like kind of telegraph that uh they think this character is trans is just putting the the pride flag in their design so you know i think seems the, like if it ha- seems like I'm, we're just gonna keep pointing it out when it happens but. yeah um but also i want to point out that uh mira has a very striking eye color it is uh this like purplish hue that uh like gradients to an orange at the center um yes and this is two things. It is the color of the setting sun, and it is also both the it is the her hair color and Ao's hair color. Which mm. I think I think that's pretty cool. Um, a lot going on yep. with the eye color. I did notice that. I kind of thought it was like a glare. Um 
but all of all of their club mates are watching them uh declare if not love uh dedication to space to each mm-hmm. other um and they get their picture taken turns out the teacher their teacher has been taking pictures this whole time not just their to te- prove to the not their teacher uh monroe senpai has oh, been excuse me monroe senpai has been taking pictures this whole time to prove to the school board that they actually did uh go on this field trip oh and i to, forgot uh, for their new for their newsletter too i forgot to correct you on something you said that senpai meant teacher uh, does it not mean teacher it does too it it's not teacher don't don't sensei is don't, teacher don't senpai specific with me senpai is an or is like being in the grade ahead of you why do they call their teachers senpai then they they don't they say sensei they don't they, they do, do not. <laughs> i can tell i can show you a time code where it's in the subtitles go to 1206 i refuse i will not <laughs> This is unacceptable. I thought that's what it meant the whole time. I thought it was. I thought senpai was te- your teacher. No, sen- senpai is an older classmate. <sighs> so, okay, so when you say senpai noticed me, you just mean like uh, the older kid yeah. person noticed me, and not felt weird to it's... say it about your teacher. So I'm learning a lot now. Yeah, it's it's because people people be pro- thirsting over seniors, you know. Oh yeah, because everybody, nobody's hotter than a high school senior. <laughs> everybody knows that. Listen, you're 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 a sophomore in high school, by the way. Sure. Uh, Japan Japanese high school has three grades in it. Um. Oh, they don't. Have, they have freshman, sophomore, senior. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Okay. They have, sure. they have they have they have freshman, junior, senior, basically. Okay. Okay, so no sophomore. They cut out yeah. the word sophomore. Okay. Well, I was once a sophomore who dated a senior, so I suppose I see your point. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they are collecting these pictures to put in their newsletter, which is coming up. Yep. Uh, Monroe uh, is taking some good pictures of everyone. Yes. So, uh, once we are finished here on this, uh, the riverbank, everybody had a wonderful time. Uh, we are back, back to the clubhouse where mm-hmm. we are, are planning out the newsletter. We're figuring out what everybody's going to put in. Uh, we got those good pictures that, uh, Monroe Senpai took. Yep. Um, uh, Sakura, uh, having gained inspiration from the talk of, uh, of astrology, uh, is, uh, talking about birthstones she says that uh there is not just birthstones for every month there is birthstones for every single day of the year which seems like she's got her fucking section settled then yeah this is just what she's gonna do for the rest of the year feels like she's playing the long game she got it fucking figured out uh-huh. She was like, mm, I could write a different article every single day, or every single time, or I could just keep doing the same thing forever. And people will probably care about the birthstone. It's a little bit like your astrology thing. Yeah, because you, you're like, oh, look, they, they have a whole, they have the whole month of birthstones here. I gotta be sure to get the one that comes out on my month to know what my, 
my exact birthstone is. And that seems pretty pretty important. So it seems like she's got hers cornered. Uh-huh. Um, Mira is having a, uh, a more difficult time. She has found that she is perhaps not much of a writer. No. Uh, she She's writing her article at home, and she shows it to her older sister. And... Uh, who fucking roasts her. Just a, completely obliterates. Yeah. She's like, this is trash garbage. It's not good. It doesn't Dude. sound like you at all. It, I don't feel your emotion in it. Just got no feeling. Uh, and... <laughs> Mira really takes this to heart, unfortunately. Yeah, she does run to her room crying. Um, but that's what you get for asking your sibling their thoughts on a thing you're working on. Because they're just going to be like, nah, it looks kind of like garbage. Sorry, did you put time into this? It's not good. Uh, Mira's sister does feel bad about being so harsh, though. She just, like, uh, gets on the couch and just, like, face plants into it. <laughs> being like, uh. Yeah, so... Next day, Mira has, she's got, she got nothing. Yeah. She, she's uh, being pretty hard on herself. It's just an article, you know, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she's talking sad, with Suzu, yeah. Suzuya about how hard it is. Um, and then she gets a text from Al, who, at, who asks her to uh, draw some, uh, draw something for her or article. And, uh, she, she, like, doodles up a a quick picture of, uh, Jupiter and some of his moons. Are we just gonna breeze past the fucking horny bit of all the Suzu's horny energy that she just sort of carries around her life? Oh, uh, what? Hmm? Where is it? No. No, no. We'll get we'll get to the drawing thing. That's important to the episode. Oh, I I was gonna save that for for the um for the pastry. Yeah, this happens before she draws anything. She was like, oh, you know, did you you didn't think I I did perfect on the first loaf of bread that I ever baked, right? It took some practice. And and Meryl's like, well, what the fuck did you bake wrong about it? She's like, oh, it just looked like panties. I did that on I did that on purpose though, um, and they's like mm, pretty unacceptable to sell to anybody. Yeah. Uh, why are you so horny, <laughs> Suzu? She... She's also playing the field. She's texting a a different girl from the other girl she's got a crush on. Uh, yeah, she she is uh texting other girls. Can't believe Suzu only wants one thing, and it's fucking disgusting, Lexi. <laughs> It's bread panties. It's bread panties. <laughs> uh, so she does get this text from Al who who asked her to doodle some stuff. She's very impressed with the doodles she does send, but of course gives Mira the perfect idea of what to do for her article. She says, I'm, you know, maybe a better artist than I am a writer. Light bulb. She makes a comic. Yeah, she she writes a, a little uh gag manga about stars um and you know it's cute it's got a it's little cute. fox in it it's got it's got it listen if you're building a news a newsletter that's where you put it in you put the comic right in there oh. also it feels like a trick that it's also teaching about stars but whatever you know <laughs> whatever it's fine it is really nice the colors are good she got the action lines 
um, seems to have done an excellent job on this comic. I do want to briefly dig into this comic. Um, sure. Uh, the, uh, the name of the, uh, the fox, the Astro Fox, is Concord. Okay. Um, okay. and it says on his little, uh, little plate, his little name plate, uh, Kong on it, uh, shortening for his name. Uh, Kong is the, uh, Japanese onomatopoeia for what a fox says. Okay, so they've layered a pun in there. Yeah, she's like she. I I just want to point out that uh, Mira is seems to be actually pretty good at like layering jokes into her comic. Yeah, she did a good job on the comic. This is the way to have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't interesting that that uh, Japan has a as a noise for what foxes, what what foxes make. Uh-huh. Well, uh huh. We do not have that in our culture. We do not. We have one for frogs, and they have a different one, though. They do. Well, that's because that's because the frogs that we associate, the ribbit sound that we associate with frogs in America, is based off one specific species that lives in. You want to take a guess, Lexi? Uh, America. Yes, it does. Can you specifically? Do you want to? We've based our entire culture off of one frog that lives in. I do not know. Hollywood, California. Really? <laughs> yep. So the people in Hollywood were like, what the fuck do frogs sound like? So they went out, found a frog, and made a ribbit noise. And they're like, guess that's what frogs sound like. Uh, and so we all say frogs make a ribbit sound when they do not. It's just a specific kind in Hollywood that make a ribbit sound. Yep. That's, that's, a, that's a fun fact that I didn't know. That's a good fact about frogs. That's your frog fact. Um, right there. Uh, but everyone's got their stuff in for the newsletter. Um, Mon- <laughs> Monroe Senpai is um, does the layout in what has to be record time. The the speed at which uh, her hands move at that laptop is wild. She's she is uh, hacker hacker level speed over there. She does get it all laid out though. Um, and it printed it almost instantly. The newsletter is out. They put it on the shelves. Uh-huh. Um, they're excited for people to see it. They hope people read it. Um, the, turns the, out... Turns out it's a smash hit, Lexi. It's a smash hit. Every, like, uh, they put it out, and, like, almost immediately people are like, Hey, can we get one? And then, like, a huge crowd comes. <laughs> um, um, and this is because feeling bad for... Uh, being so mean to Mira, her older sister uh, is hawking it in the halls. It's like, hey, 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 I'm very popular. I'm a senior. Get in here. Not only is she very popular and a senior, she is also the student council president. I did okay. Well, there's a lot of layers there. Yeah. Um. Nope. I'm not going to ask that question. I'm going to save that for later when it what, comes up again. What's What's the question? Nope. I okay. I can't. I can't say it to you. I, what does Oni-chan mean? That means older sibling. See? Fuck, I hate it. Okay, I, this is the problem when you don't watch anime and your friends watch anime because they do memes at you. 
Uh, you know how many times I've heard the phrase Oni-chan? Um, it's just a upsetting that that was said to me. Uh, it's fine. Whatever. But to celebrate such a good, a good, uh, first, uh, edition of their newsletter, they're like, let's all go get naked into a hot spring bath together. That seems like a good thing that us friends should do. Yeah, you know, let's uh, let's all go. All the girls go to a hot spring. For fun. I guess this is I guess this is like a thing, right? That that people do in Japan. That's just there's just like a different bath culture. Yeah, there but, I suppose. But yeah, this is this is uh, literally a thing in Japan. It is also literally a thing that uh, is a trope in anime that they do because it's fan service. I was gonna say there, you only put this this scene in this episode right so you can you can have these girls be naked in a hot spring, right? They're 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 getting them out of the way like in the in one episode. We got a proto beach episode and a a. a bathhouse episode well in I one so, episode i am so glad listen i think there's issues with having this in here obviously we've talked about this to death but i will say that the good thing about the scene is that they get to make the joke that i thought of at the same time that they said it on tv uh which was mira mira stands up to look at the full moon <laughs> and she's like wow it's beautiful and they go mira everybody can see your butt and Ao goes, oh, yeah, I forgot it was a full moon tonight. Uh, but she's talking about the moon. And, of course, we know it's about butts. But that was, uh, I'm so glad that they they had it, they teed it up, and they okay. followed through. Yep. You know, uh, just a, a satisfying delivery. It's a, it's, a, it's a good joke. It's a good bit. Um, it's a good bit. It's a good bit. And I was, if they hadn't made it, I would have. So. And... They do not take. They do not waste the opportunity of the bathhouse uh, to also talk a bit about geology. I uh, can't believe that they did this to me. They fucking. They have the fucking rock <laughs> nerds explain the science of the bath to me. They're like, "Well, it's basically fossilized water." Yeah, it's this is dinosaur water. They Which, caught it in a rock. You know, listen. Of all the things I thought you would be interested in, it would be dinosaur water. <laughs> I don't care about mineral. I don't care about the science. I, I like fossils because they're of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. I don't care about fossils because they're rocks, you know? <laughs> Fossilization is just a cool thing that happens to bones. And that's all I know about it. And that's all I need to know about it. Um, but yeah, the they talk about all of the way... Uh, springs work in japan and how uh, the acidity levels they talk about specifically the the ph levels of this bath and how that compares to lemons all Uh right we get it yep you want people if you want people to learn about rocks you get girls naked and then you just (laughs) i guess tell them about hot spring science it's fine it's they they fucking did a big short at you like they did a big short at me this is this is explaining to me how the housing market crashed with Margot Robbie in a tub. Yep. That's true. They did it a bit more stealthily, but that's still what this is. Yeah, this is more diegetic, I suppose. 
Uh-huh. Um, however, they get out of the bath. They had a good time. They celebrated. They drink milk um, at the bathhouse, which they call back to the last the... show. Why are they selling milk at a bathhouse? Listen, Cause... I know you just took a bath, but really, you got to be a little sweaty getting out of like a hot spring bath. Listen, the it's last a... thing I would want to put in my body is cold milk. Honestly, that sounds very refreshing to me. Oh, like you get terrible. You get out of the bath and you want a nice, cool beverage. And, yeah, you know, there's some, like, nice chilled milk. Imagine being so sounds sweaty, good. though. Oh, you just get out and you just look. We have milk. Cold <laughs> milk. Just not... Th- I don't want a dairy. If I'm warm, no dairy. Except for ice cream, I guess. That's the one. Um, But as they're enjoying their milk... The, uh, girls meet the, uh, the, uh, people who run this bathhouse. Some, some two old, old ladies. A pair I, of older ladies. I also, uh, think that these older ladies are gay. Uh, of course just they are. Just in my I mean, head. If you look at them, you compare them both to Mira and Ao. They're just older versions of both of those characters. Yeah. Like. That's, like, that's not, I... I am sure that that's what they were implying. Uh-huh. Is, is that, the, like, hey, you know how these two girls are lesbians? Well, these older ladies look similar, uh, they're, so they're probably married. Yeah. Uh, uh, that would actually... They aren't married, because uh, I do not believe... Uh, let me just double-check this. Um, yeah, it was just very recently, uh, uh, said, uh, decided that, uh, the same-sex marriage ban is unconstitutional in Japan. In Japan. They, they, like, did that earlier this year. Um, yeah, I, I, so I believe that it, uh, that... Uh, lesbian marriages is uh, coming not there yet feels like if this show came out in an era where lesbian uh, marriage was illegal but lesbian yearning was good TV that seems a might hypocritical eh Japan there there is a lot there is quite a bit of uh, uh, this genre is called yuri anime that is like either explicitly as some shows or fairly implicitly as it is in this show about girls loving each other however yeah the situation of uh lgbt rights in japan is still has a long way to go that is interesting whereas in our country it has a long way to go and they also don't like to put it on tv so yep Weird, weird contradictions on both sides, hmm. you know? Strange. Where well, every time, every time there is a, a cartoon that has a gay character in it, there has to be, like, a whole, a whole bunch of chuds on Twitter yelling about it. But in Japan, that's just good TV. That's just so, good TV, I guess. I don't Interesting. Know. Uh, who can say? Who can say? Not, not me is the answer. <laughs> Um, 
Well, um, these old ladies, whether they are married or not, they at least are in love with each other. And they say, well, we actually know your teacher. She comes in all the time. Um, she's very stressed out. Could you be nice to your teacher? I don't know if you're mean or not, but if you could be a lot nicer, she's going through a tough time. Yeah. Um, and Mira takes this to heart and uh, buys her some sort of souvenir and gives it to her the next day. I'm not sure what it is. I can't read the kanji of it. Uh, uh, she did get her some sort of gift. I don't know. It's it's just a paper bag. There's something in there's something in the paper bag that she takes out and looks at, but I'm not sure what it is. Okay, hold on. My girlfriend's coming over here. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I know what it is. It's it's grilling spices. You got that good rub for your grill. You're going to cover your steak in that. Put a little bit on your burgers. She'll have the best burgers in uh, all of Japan, I bet. <laughs> yeah, she Put got... a little bit on your, your pork loin. Uh, yeah, she got some... She got some tones for her sensei. You know, that'll... <laughs> that'll really I cheer her up. My headcanon is that she got stuff for her grilling hobby, which is, I think better and more thoughtful. i see i see a symbol that uh means hot springs on here so i think that it is something from the spring um yeah that's well if you can get milk at the hot spring you can get some good rub for your, for your <laughs> pork wine <laughs> um but anyway uh the... that's really it she runs back to mira runs back to the clubhouse and with stars in her eyes and that's sort of the end of the episode Yep. Uh, it's a little soap opera-y. I didn't hate it, you know? It's, it's not bad. I thought it was cute, certainly. Yeah. Um, it, it's a cute I, little I, show. I think the cuteness wasn't... I think it was a good amount uh, from from other that, others that we have seen. But, um, yeah, this, this, was a, this was a happy medium for me. I certainly didn't hate my time here. Um, and everybody likes a soap opera, you know? It's a. It's just. Uh. It's just a cute show about girls doing space and rock stuff, and there's a a large romantic, uh, semi-romantic plotline going on in the forefront. Semi. So, I don't know what you mean semi-romantic. There's a lot of yearning on going on. There's for, there's you, a lot of yearning going semi on before before the romance. It's mostly about the romance. I would say. Here's the, the space thing. is a framing feature. Here's the thing, though. I listen, Holden. I'm in the mo- in the middle of watching two more shows that are much more explicit about the relationship dynamics. So it gets way more explicit than this. I think this is just like, yeah, these two are obviously in love, but um, and we but we don't really need to talk about it because it's I, obvious. See. I, I liked this, but I think it's a bit more meandering. Mm-hmm. This is the you. This is slice of life. Life. Whereas, um, what was the other romance one that we watched where she was mean to him? Uh, that was oh, kill me. It's like <laughs> uh, no, that's not it. Um, the tiger and yes, oh, uh, Toradora. Toradora. Where okay. So that one, that one had more, that was also kind of 
slice of lifey in a similar way, I think. Uh-huh. But that one felt more purposeful, like it had a direction mm-hmm. that we were building towards. And this one feels more like, oh, what are we doing today at the Earth and Science Club? Well, we're going to go grill on the beach. You know, yeah. We're going to that... look at some stars and we're going to yearn. That we're is. Yearn. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do space stuff. We're gonna do rock stuff, and we're gonna yearn. That's what we're doing at the Earth Earth Science Club. <laughs> so, I mean that, and that's fine. I like that. I like my time with it. I I do think that if I had to compare them, I think I like Toradora more, just because that one was like, all right, this is the these are our objectives. This is this is where we're going. This is we got plans in motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one's just sort of about the fuzzy feeling you get when the cute girl texts you. And those are just different vibes for a show, you know? Um, but, uh, that's it for this show. Um, how, uh, you like the, it sounds like you, uh, liked these episodes well enough. Um. I did like the, I did, I did like these episodes. I it's such a different thing from my hero academia which has like a plot line that it's yeah uh, uh, like a, a season arc you know um this might have a season arc but that's not really what it's about right you and know, it, it's and it hasn't really set up that season arc uh no. yet um I'm, it's it's what i might call fluff it's fluffy and i would i would put money on the fact that at the end of the manga which did not, I don't believe they uh, adapted the entire manga of this show, that uh, that at the end they are able to name an asteroid after Al. Like, that's, that's probably how this show ends. I'm going to guess that the show Asteroid in Love does involve an asteroid at uh, some point, yeah. Uh-huh. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it feels like a, it's probably going to be pretty loose with, plot you know yeah yeah so you know we've that was you know that was uh that's on our on the list of of shows we've watched that's that's setting up the uh the tournament arc we have one more i believe yep the last one that we are watching is k-on you remind me what that one is about again it's about it's basically about a rock band okay all right, that's got good energy to it. It's a, it is girls of a similar age making a rock band. And are they gay? Mm, not this time. Mm, but you hesitated a little bit, which makes me feel like. Oh, you, you listen, Holden. I'm, I'm not gonna tell you that in your head some of the the characters of Kaon aren't gay. Fair enough. You can All ship right. whatever you want. You can. All right. Well, well let's. We'll... Do, let's... Just watch it. We'll watch the rock band show together, mm-hmm. and then I'm sure we'll probably draw similar conclusions. I think we're both pretty perceptive people. Yeah. Um, so next time we're watching K-On, uh, get ready for that. It's going to be a blast. I I really like K-On. Uh, I think I've probably watched the first season multiple times, uh, but K-On was one of the shows that like helped me get back on the anime train because it has been on netflix for like forever uh Mm. like it was one of the first anime that like got put on netflix i think and it's just stuck around there you go 
Um, that'll be so. That'll be next time. I'll uh, I'll get to to uh, view that through the lens of me also not knowing that much about music. So here we go. <laughs> um, but uh, that's it. All we have for Asteroid in Love today. Um, Holden, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on the internet at twitter.com at not underscore daredevil. And you can find me on twitter.com at hexoflexi, and you can find the show at study of so- uh, Nope, it's Sakugopod. Nope. At Sakugopod. <laughs> you can find the show on Twitter at Sakugopod, like Holden just said. Uh, but you can find the email to email us your questions, comments, concerns, compliments at gmail.com. That is study in Sakuga. I know I probably say uh a lot before that email address, but it is just study in Sakuga at gmail.com. I know I have a stammering problem, folks. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> She does edit all of the podcasts, so we're we're keenly aware of how our voices sound and yeah. the cadence of our speaking. Listen, for a little bit, I had a, an app open that was uh, telling me if the register of my voice was feminine or not. Uh, so <laughs> we're doing okay like here, folks. I listen. I appreciate that you have that up, just so you can you can have that knowledge but that feels like a lot of pressure if we're just having a casual conversation to uh i i'm 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 having moments over here but anyway uh we also would like to thank uh the artist who made the portrait for our art rainbow lithium uh thank you for very much for that um if you would like to go on your podcast catcher of choice and leave us a uh, five-star review wherever you can find our podcast, uh, leave us a comment, five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Um, uh, it helps get uh, the word out there. It helps us boost uh, those dang algorithms. Um, and so we would uh, we'd really appreciate it. Tell your, tell your friends. Tell, tell your enemies. Tell that girl that you're yearning for. In we astro- could be an astronomy club. We could be your space that you bond over. <laughs> um, but that's uh, all we have today. We have studied the Sakuga. We have seen the stars. And we can consider this case closed. Alright, Lexi, at the beginning of the podcast I said I was the anime Kirk. But the doctor on the ship was McCoy, Bones. <laughs> So, am I the anime Bones? No, or, you, if you think... You can't be the anime Bones because Bones is an anime studio. <laughs> okay, well, I could be I could be the anime McCoy. You could be the anime McCoy. Or, or, Lexi, the next generation had several episodes where Data was Sherlock and Geordi was Holmes. Am I the anime Geordi <laughs> and you're the, the, the Sherlock, the Data, the anime Data? Honestly, I feel more like a Data than I do a Spock. I... It's just... Lost to consider. <laughs>